0: Ananjana shalataya chakshud and militam yena. Tasmai shigura be nama. Shi chaitanyamano stapitam yena budale. Svayam rupa kadamahyam danati sva padantikam bandeham. Shi guru shi yutta padakamalam. SRI Gurun Vaishnavangsja, Shri Rupam, Shri Rupam, Sagrajatam, Sahagana Raghunatam, Vitam, Tang SAJIVAM Sadvaitam, Savadutam, Parijana Sahitam, Krishna Chaitanya Devam, Shri Radha, Krishna Sahagana lalita, shi Nama, Om vishnupada, Krishna, Prasthaya bhutale, shi mate, bhakti vedanta, swamin itinamine. Namaste, sarasvati devi. Godavani pracharine nevisesa Shunyavadi paschātya dishatādhine vānt ca kalpā tarūbhyas ca kripa-sindubya evacca patitanam pāvanibhyo vai snave yo namo namah he krishna karuna sindhu dinabandu Jagatpate pate gopesh gopika kantha radha Kanchana gorangi radhe vrindavaneshvari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priya Jai Shikeshachetanya Prabhu Nityananda Shi Advaita Gadhadhar Shiva Sadi Goda Bhaktorinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishakishakrishna Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So again, welcome to Saturday Sangha. We're going to sing a song from Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. And this is called Vinyapti Sangha Number One. Vinyapti. And well, I don't know how many songs are in this group. But it's a very nice song. It's it's a favorite amongst the devotees. Kabe, habe bolo, amar. So we will sing this song. And then you're, of course, all welcome to join in. And uh, we'll discuss the meaning of this song, the words... This is a bit longer song. And then uh, we will discuss, um, well, I have some some reading to discuss. And uh, this, we may spend some more time on this, but before that, we will discuss a question which has been raised by Rajali Lavati. And yeah, we'll see where that takes us and uh, we'll see if someone else wants to share something. Uh, I want to say greetings to Daksha Kanya Mataji from all the way from Argentina. I see Daksha Kosina, she's always cooking at this time. And, uh, yeah, she wrote to me a few days ago. I don't think she'd mind my sharing. Uh, She was hired recently by Deepak Chopra uh, to cook for some event, uh, which he held, I think she said, in Florida. Is that possible? In any case. Uh, And it was, as we say in English, a smashing success. And he said to her, you're permanently hired. (laughs) For whenever, I guess, whenever he has events. And uh, if you've heard of Deepak Chopra, he's he's quite a uh, personality in the how to say, the new age, self-help, cosmic, um, I would say probably non-dualist at at best, (laughs) Uh, way of seeing the world. Um, Yeah, so cooking, prasadam, yeah, preaching. Even if they don't know it, they're getting prasadam, Harikisha. That's good. And she's publishing her second cookbook. Um, so, all of you potential cooks, cookbook authors, can be inspired by that. Okay. Kave, hobby. Bolo Sadina This is uh, another rhetorical question song. When, oh, when will that day be mine? <clears throat> when will you give me your blessings, erase all my offenses, and give my heart a taste, Ruchi? for chanting the holy name in purity. When will I taste the essence of the holy name? Feeling myself to be lower than the grass, my heart filled with tolerance, when will I give respect to all others and be free from desire for respect from them? When will I cry out that I have no longer any desire for wealth or followers, poetry, beautiful women, all of which are meant just for bodily pleasure. Oh, Hari, give me causeless devotional service, bhakti, to your lotus feet, birth after birth. When will my body be covered with goosebumps and my voice broken with emotion as I pronounce Krishna's name? When will my body change color and my eyes flow with endless tears as I chant? when will i give up all thoughts of the world and society to run like a madman along the banks of the ganges in navadvip singing and dancing and sincerely calling out the names of goda and nityananda when will nityananda prabhu be merciful to me and deliver me from the enchantment of the sense objects? When will he give me the shade of his lotus feet and the right to enter the marketplace, the namahatta of the holy name? When will I buy, borrow, or steal the ecstasies of the holy name? Hmm, He says buy here. Some translate as beg, borrow, or steal. When will I lose myself in the intoxication of the holy name? When will I immerse myself in the nectar of the holy name after grasping the feet of a saint who constantly relishes the flavors, the rasa of devotion? And finally, when, oh when, Will I feel compassion for all living beings? When will I forget my own pleasure in genuine humility? And when will I, Bhaktivinod, meekly go from door to door preaching your message of love? When, oh, when will that day be mine? Okay, let's see what we do that. it. <clears throat> <clears throat> behade bol sedinama amara am apadhan gusi shudha name gusi hey baba le habey daye san Shudanam elu chi. Kripa bolle, pabe ridoye, sancha. Kabe habe bolo, sedi nama. Kabe habe bolo, sedi nama. Srinādhikkāhi na kave nijjyemāni Sahishnutta guna hridvayethe yāni Srinādhikkāhi na kave nijjyemāni Sahishnutta guna hridvayethe yāni Shatale manādhā apani amani hojeya swadhibo nama rasasai sakale manada apani amani hojeya swadhibo nama rasasai kabe habe golo Sedi Nama Bhavehavavalo Sedi Nama Nanajjana ādhāna Kavita Sundari vali va naca deha sukha na Jana kavita sundari bole Chahi chahide ho sukha khori jane janan oh hey gora haddi hoitu ke batti charane to ma jane janan oh hey Gora Hari Ahaitukhi Bhakti Charanetoma Kavehabe Bolo Seti Nahama Kavehabe Bolo Seti Kaurite Shri Krishna Nama Ucchadana Pula Deha Gad Gadda Kaurite Shri Krishna Nama Ucchadana Pula Deha Gad Gadda Bhai Vanya Vepattu Habe shangatha nirantara netre bhabe ashudha bhai varnya be pato habe nirantara netre bhabe ashudha kabe habe bolo Kavehabe bolo sejinama. Kaveh nabhadippe sura duni tatte. Gora nityananda bolinishkapate. Kaveh nabhadippe sura duni Gora Nityananda Vole Nishka Pate Natchiya Chute Batule Prae Chariya Vichar Natchiya Gaiya Batule Prae Chariya Kabe Habe Baloh Sedi Nama. Kabe Habe Sedi Nama. Kabe Nityananda More Kori Chara ibe maur vishaye maya. Kabe nityananda maure korito ya. Chara ibe vishaye maya. Dia maure charan era chaya namera patete di beyadika. Lia more nija charanera chaya namera hate te di kabe habe bolo sedi nama kabe habe bolo sedi nama kini boluti go bo, hari nama rasha, nama rase mati hoi bobibas kini boluti go bo, hari rasa nam mati hoi bobibas Rasera ra rasika charana parasan Corya Mojibo Raseyani Rasera Rasika Charana Padas Corya Mojibo Raseyani bar Habe Habe Bolo Sedin Hamar Kabe habe polo sedi namah Kabe jibe doya oile udoya. Nijasukha bulli sudi na vidaya. Kabe niche doya oile udoya. Ni jāsukhābhūle sūti nāfidhoy Vakati vinod Kauri abhinod Si prachā Vakati vinod Kauri abhinod Si prachā Behabe bolo, se di nama. habe bolo, se nama. habe bolo, se Hare Krishna. Hare Rama Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Hari Bol Hari Bol Hari ho go Hari ho nikai go Hari ho Hari ho Hari go Hari ho Okay translation again Looking closer with the Bengali. Kabe, habe. Bolo, Say din amar. Bolo means tell me or speak. Say din, that day, amar, mine. Kabe, when. When, habe, hoibe. Hoibe, when will be. <clears> On <throat> that day, mine. Bolo, tell me. Amar Aparada Gucci, Guchiya. throwing far away Aparada, Shudhaname Ruchi, having Ruchi in the uh, pure name, Shudhaname, Kripa Bole, uh, w- in the strength of kripa, hoibe hridoye sanchar, uh, spreading sanchar in my heart. Uh, there will be uh, the, the ruchi of the name in my heart. So that's, uh, well, the whole verse can be a refrain or just kabe habe balose And then the second verse, Trinadika hin kobe nije mani maniya. So some of these verses are uh, kind of echoing the Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Shikshastakam. When will I taste the essence of the holy name, feeling myself to be lower than the grass, my heart filled with tolerance. So Trina Adika, more than grass, Hina, <clears throat> uh, devoid. Kabe, again, when, Nijay, uh, myself, Maniya, mm, regarding myself. Sahishnuta Guna. Sahishnuta. Again, it's a very Sanskritic song. Um, <clears throat> uh, lo uh, Sahish. So, in the Sanskrit, Trinada Pisunichena, sa, uh, Taroriva Sahishnana. So, Sahishnu uh, is tolerance. Sahishnana with tolerance. So. Sahishnu ta guna, with the quality of tolerance, fridoyete ani, aniya, coming, having come, where? Fridoye, in my heart, into my heart. Shokole manada, um, offering uh, honor to everyone, apani amani, apani means myself, amani, not um, honoring myself. Hoye ashvadibo nama rasa sar. Ashvadibo, I will taste. What will I taste? The sara, the essence. Uh, what sort of essence? The rasa sara, the essence of rasa. Which rasa sar? The Nama Rasasara. And then um, Dana Jana Ara, this verse echoes Nadanam Najanam Nasundarim Kavitam Va Jagadisha Kamei Mama Jan Mani Jan Manishvara Bhavatad Bhaktira. Dana Jana Ara Kavita Sundari. Wealth. Jana means people, uh, suggesting followers. Ara, more. Kobita, women, sundari, uh, beauty. The beauty of women, or it can. Um, well, yeah, Kobita also means poetry. Does it mean both? In any case, it, kavi, kavi is a poet, kavita, poetry. Uh, the beauty of poetry, which can mean beauty, you know, the opposite gender and so on. Bolibo. I will say, deho shuka kari. I will not be a maker of the happiness of the body let's see how he's translated mm. when will I cry out that I have no longer any desire for wealth and followers okay so bolibod mm, chahi desire as in Hindi chahi uh, is desired, is wanted janme um, janme dao and here we have in the Imperative uh, form, Tao. Give, give me. Who should give? Gorahari. Oh, hey, Gorahari. Calling out. Gorahari. Give what? Ahaitugi bhakti. Give me causeless bhakti. Uh, What sort of bhakti? Charane tomar. To the feet which are yours, your feet. When, janme janme, uh, life after birth, after birth. And the fourth verse, let's just read the translation first. When will my body be covered with goosebumps? That's the English way of saying it. And my voice broken with emotion as I pronounce Krishna's name. When will my body change color and my eyes flow with con- endless tears as I chant? Again, kabe, when? Korite, Sri Krishna nam, ucharana. Ucharana means um, loud sound, loud voice. <clears throat> mm, so singing aloud Krishna's names, I will do, Korite. Or doing, pulakita deha, the, the hairs of the body will stand on end. Uh, pulakita. And gudgudda bachana, the bachana, the voice will gudgudda, which is uh, the onomatopoeic expression. It's like choking. The sound of the word gadgada is imitating the actual. Experience of choking voice. Gadgada. <clears throat> Gadgada vachana Bhai barnya bepatu. means changing, uh, varnya, changing color, or bhai or losing color. Um, bepatu, uh, I guess, means of the skin, of the uh, of the complexion, habe hoibe sangatana. What's this? Uh, sangatana. I'm not sure. Um, let's see. Who? Who? Which of our Bengali experts are here? Sangatana. Uh, Sugopi Tungavidya, you are here. Sangatana, do you know?
1: Sangatana uh, is uh, forming a corporation or a community, Sangatana. Gathan uh-huh. uh, is to get together. So, Vevarna, Vevarthu, uh-huh. uh, like when will it uh, develop inside me that uh, I will become pale, Vevarna, like uh, colorless?
0: Oh, so it's like uh, coming together, developing, can it mean?
1: Yes, uh, yes.
0: Something like that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Then nirantara means constantly, netre, uh, in the eyes, babe uh, babe. I guess means uh, flowing, um, ashudar, a flow of tears. Ba-i-be. Ba-be. Ba-i-be.
1: It could be um, like
0: flowing. Yeah. Flowing. Yes. Okay. And then Kabe This we read about uh, we sang in uh, two two weeks ago a song Bhakti Nod's anticipating running along the banks of the na- <laughs> of the uh, uh, the Ganga in Mad Ecstasy. Kabe Navadipe, when in Navadvip sura duni tate, along the banks of the Ganga, sura duni, gora nityananda boli nishkapate, I will call out, or calling boli a, gora nityananda, in what mood um, nishkapate, Completely um, without any sense of pride, um, <clears throat> any worldliness like that. Nachiya Gaya berai Ibo Chute Batula pride Charya Bichar. So singing, dancing and singing. Berayibo um, chute, calling out. I will call out, I guess. Berayibo chute. I don't know this. Batuleer pray like a madman. Chadiyabichar giving up all considerations. Paraibobo chute.
1: is basically to wander around, chute
0: is to run around, like wandering, uh, running around. Okay. <laughs> okay, running around madly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Then kabe nita nanda more kori kori doya charai be more bishayer maya kabe when nita uh koriya, having having given to me his mercy doya chadaibe more bishayer maya i will chadaibe i will give up uh my maya of uh of vishay of of uh, material objects mm of materialism diya more nija chaya having given to me nija chaya the chaya the shadow or that not shadow we would say the shade um, can be the can mean both but it's better to say shade the shade what shade nija charanir His own feet of his own feet, Namer Hate Dibe Adikar. He will grant Dibe Adikar qualification in the uh, market of the name. I will get qualification. Uh, You get. Say to trade in this market of the holy name, and of course that alludes especially to Nityananda's uh, association with nama hatta that Bhaktivinoda Thakur gives. And then we have kinibo bo luti bo Hari rasa nam and rase mati hoyi bibasha. Kini bo, I will purchase. Luti bo, I will steal. I will, th- yeah, um, I will steal. Hari uh, nam rasa, nam rase matya, being absorbed in nam rasa, hoibo bibas, I will become transformed. When will I lose myself in the, yeah, matia in the intoxication of the holy name? Rasher, rashika Charana, Parasha. Parasha means sparsha. Um, it's sort of turning it around and adding, adding one syllable. Sparsha means touch to touch. Rasika, Charana. Uh, the, the feet of the rasikas, the feet of the uh, rasika devotees, uh, of their rasa, korya mojibo rashe anibar, uh, having become drowned, Moj- I will become drowned uh, in the rasa anibar, again and again, anibar. Coming, I don't know, Anibar. Uh, Kabe, finally, Kabe, Jibe, Doya, hoibe Udoi. When uh, uh hoibe Udoi, there will be the arising, the rising up, Udoi. <coughs> Jibe, Doya of compassion, doya, for the living beings, for the jivas. Nijasuka buliya, forgetting my own happiness. Sudina ridoya, feeling very uh, sudina, very uh, wretched in the heart, very whose heart is very lowly. Bakati vino, shri agya tahala. Taking the order, agya of shri, uh, which can mean Lakshmi, or that's, uh, I think he wants to say, of Srila Bhaktivinoda, of uh, Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm mm-hmm. He doesn't translate there. Agya means order. Uh, Koribe prachar, I will preach. And then koriya binoy, binaya, um, having made myself uh, well behaved, (laughs) vinaya, uh, means something like uh, refinement. He says translation meekly, he will meekly go uh, door to door, sort of a liberal translation. So, although on the one side it's repeating, "Habe, habe," when will that day be mine? The song is not in the mood of, well, it's probably never gonna happen So, I'll just lament that it's never going to happen. But instead, it's an anticipation that that day will be mine. And when that day comes, what will I do? Well, many things. And that he's describing. He's going to beg, borrow, steal the holy, the nectar of the name. He's going to. receive the mercy of Lord Nityananda and as a, resu- as a result, he'll have the Adhikara, the qualification of the Namhata, which will enable him then Sri Agya Tahal to take the order of uh, Sri Guru or Sri Chaitanya or of Sri, uh, of Sri of uh, Lakshmi. <clears throat> and uh, prachar he will spread the glories of the holy name sri lamaaktinau takur ki jai okay Yeah, this is a very nice song. Okay, uh, welcome everyone again. Those of you who have come a bit later, welcome to you all as well. And uh, today we're going to discuss Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, but as you'll see, I'm going to focus very much on one particular verse, which is in Chaitanya Charitamrita, but it is not. Originally from Chaitanya Charitamrita. Before we do that, though, um, we have a question which has been hanging in the air for several days. <laughs> Rajali Lavati, <laughs> yes. do you want to tell us your question?
2: Yes. Thank you, Guru Maharaj Kari Krishna, to you and to all the devotees. Um, yes, um, in Bhagavad Gita, it is said that among thousands, one may endeavor for perfection. And of those who have achieved perfection, hardly one knows me in truth. On the Sangha before the last, you also mentioned that. So um, the question arised. I was thinking, why is that so? Uh, Aren't we all on Krishna's list? I like to think that we are all on Krishna's list because that (laughs) protects me Uh from dividing the world on us and them.
1: Us being uh-huh.
2: the one seeking for perfection, and them—they are the others—and I know that thinking the world in this duality of dividing uh, on us and them, and them are usually inimical, is really uh, the totalitarianism, I would say mm. so, because. Ah every- yes.
0: Totarians. You being a professor who teaches courses in totalitarianism. Yes, this is the <laughs> title
2: of my course. And I teach uh, the to- totalitarian systems between two world wars. And mm-hmm. the first thing we learn is that all systems had to divide the world on, of us and them. And yeah. they were the inimical one. And they thrive on that uh, conception. Because if they didn't have real enemy, they had to make it um, some imaginary because that Mm. served purpose to uh, the nation be as one and so on. So Mm -hmm. I was thinking that the conception of us and them, uh, not thinking in this conception of us and them is protecting me uh, not to lose my compassion to all and not to lose even um, ahimsa. Um, Then it protects me from thinking that I know who are them because I know that I am the positive one, the one who is seeking from perfection. So why is that so? My question is that only some reach Krishna. Is there some time component we have to think about, which we don't understand, of course, in in this conception of years and days and months? It is a bit speculative.
0: I'm sorry, but... No, it's good. It's good. That's how how we we want to clarify things uh, like this. Yeah, it's interesting uh, that you framed it in this particular way of how it seems like it could promote uh, a sense of otherness and therefore exclusivity and so on. So... One of the things we want to do with Shastra, of course, or maybe not, of course, but one of the things we want to do when we read, when we reflect on Shastra, when we interpret Shastra, is to um, be careful about extracting a statement and uh, not considering it, in relation to other statements. Mm. This is one of the things that we are teaching um, in the very new course, which gradually will become hopefully more and more available, uh, the course on Vaishnava hermeneutics, hermeneutics being a fancy word for interpretation um, it's, uh, it's a course which teaches a process for uh, understanding Shastra or for deepening our understanding of Shastra. Uh, when we come across something exact, this is a very good example, uh, coming across something like this where we think, um, Gosh, what are the implications? Uh, if I read it this way, then this doesn't look good. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and so, yes, it's expressing a kind of exclusivity, manushyanam sahasreishu kashid yatati sidhaye, Yata tam apisidhanam kaschin veti tatvata. Um, from thousands of humans, Manushyanam. kaschit, someone endeavors for perfection. <clears throat> and then it goes a step further, Yatam. Uh, of those endeavoring for perfection, yatatam api siddhanam, kasjit, someone, mamvehiti knows me, tatvatam, in truth. So this, first of all, this could be, could be a little discouraging. <laughs> As you say, we want to feel that we're all on Krishna's list. And we all want to, um, we want to be successful in spiritual life. We don't want to, and Arjuna was worried about this, wasn't he? In the previous chapter, he said, what happens if somebody doesn't make it in this life? And then what does Krishna say? Krishna says, don't worry, next life he or she will continue. And we may say, oh, but how do I know that, et Etc. et cetera. That's where we, uh, we look for faith. Can we have faith in Krishna's words? And how do we have faith in Krishna's words? And then there's a whole, that's a big subject. How do we develop faith in Krishna? Well, in this instance, one thing we can say is there's a certain plausibility to what Krishna says. We may not have full faith, but he's argued in the second chapter uh, some arguments making it plausible that there is life after this life, that niras that one moves on from this life to the next, and so on. In other words, the whole idea of transmigration and so on. So in, the, in chapter six, then, when Krishna is answering Arjuna's doubt, he's, um, he's suggesting, he's not exactly saying, they who don't make it in this life, eventually um, they will, well, he does say, eventually they will reach perfection. He doesn't say what kind of perfection. Perfection. But he does speak of perfection in yoga. He says it may take some several lifetimes, um, but it will happen. Um, and then we have where is it fourth chapter um, um, that ye yatamang prabadyante tong satayeva bajamiham mama manusya all. Manusha, all humans, Oparta, Sarvasha, all of them. Uh, Mama Vartma, Anuvartante. Vartma means path, Mama means mine, and Anuvartante, they follow, they go, they're traveling along, they're going on my path which again suggests uh, that Krishna has us on his list. <laughs> um, now, you probably read the purport to this verse number three in chapter seven, but um, I just reread it. And the thing that Prabhupada is highlighting is he's making a distinction between um, the first half of the verse referring to the impersonalists and the second half to the personalists, those who become devotees of Krishna. So there he's saying that um, most people opt, you can say, for impersonalism. It's sort of the default uh, aspiration for conditioned souls is to aim for some so, something that we might call Brahman realization, realizing the, the white light or whatever. Um, and therefore, Krishna is saying, of those who are seeking that kind of impersonal realization, you know, most of them are going to be so... Uh, so preoccupied with their, uh, with their impersonal, pre, they're going to be preoccupied with their impersonalism, um, that they won't even be aware that there is something higher. Now, they won't be aware unless and until they hear from devotees. And that, you can say, is one of the major messages of the Bhagavatam. And you can say also that if the Bhagavad Gita is leaving us in a state of doubt on this point, because it seems like, um, yeah, it seems kind of final what Krishna is saying here. Uh, then we can proceed with the bigger picture of Shastra and go to the Bhagavatam. And there, um, Sutta Goswami, answering Shonaka Rishi, who was wondering, he, he said, why? Shonaka was wondering, why did uh, Shukadeva Goswami? who was perfectly self-realized. He was in this first category, manushyanam nam shukas yatati siddha. He was a siddha. Uh, he had reached that impersonal perfection. So Shonaka is asking, him, why did he go to all the trouble of hearing Srimad Bhagavatam if he was already perfect? And the answer uh, Sutta Goswami gives is Atmaramas, Chanmonayo, near Granta, Api Urukrame, Kurvantiya, Haitu Kimbaktim Itam Bhutaguno, Hari. The Atmaramas, those who are self satisfied, um, who are near Granta, who are not bound up. either materially or by rules and regulations of Shastra, says Jiva Goswami, kurvanti ahetukim bhaktim. They do uh, devotional service, which is causeless, um, without any motive, to urukrama. Hari or urukrama. Why? Itam Bhutta guna. He has such wonderful qualities. (laughs) Itam bhuta guna means uh, such wonderful qualities. So that verse is expressing a kind of confidence that um, everyone is on Krishna's list. You just have to bump into (laughs) devotees. And how to bump into devotees, we can say, well, um, we can say um, by receiving the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu, uh, who was um, super determined that everyone in this age, in Kali Yuga, will receive Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy and uh, will... Uh, receive the opportunity to chant the holy name Hare Krishna now this uh, this point about thinking us and them yes this is a danger it's a danger of the um, the Kaniśta Adhikara Adhikari uh, the person whose qualification is very low very, very minimal. Uh, that uh, one will think there's us and there's them. There's us. We are saved and they are damned. Uh, the <clears throat> there is a whole theology of predestination, uh, which was promoted in the Christian side of things uh, by. Uh, the 16th century, late 15th, it was around Lord Chaitanya's time, of John Calvin. John Calvin said, there are uh, souls who come into this world who are predestined for salvation. Doesn't matter what they do in this life, they will be saved. And there are souls that come into this world who are pre." destined doesn't matter what they do they will go to eternal damnation (laughs) yeah it's a whole theology and that theology we find also you may be surprised to hear uh reflected or whether one borrowed from the other but madhva acharya Śrīla Madhva whom we in some respects claim to follow, but not in this respect, uh, he claimed that there are tamaguna jīvas, rajaguna jīvas, sattvaguna jīvas, and the tamaguna jīvas, they will forever remain uh, in uh, this material world now we're getting lots of messages here i suppose i should look um 10 new messages um, seven chitra Kharani, seven billion divided by ten thousand makes seven hundred thousand people in each lifetime uh not quite sure what that calculation is meaning. Chaitan is saying uh, there are 400,000 human species. Yeah, which makes us wonder what exactly is meant by species in that case. (laughs) Um, But there's something else to be said, and that is, and I didn't have time to look for this, but I believe it's in the discussion of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, with Śrīla uh, Haridās Thakur <clears throat> uh, about the power of the holy name. It's either that or with respect to Vasudeva Dutta. In any case, it's uh, explained that even if every soul is delivered, If the whole universe gets emptied out, back home, back to Godhead, by the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, it will immediately fill up again with conditioned souls. (laughs) And why is that? That is because there will always be those who want to be turning away from the Lord isham asmiti Okay, then Avalutra Rise is asking about uh, eternal rotation. We, you know, we could speculate uh, how long does somebody stay here and so on. And Krishna does also in chapter 16, Bhagavad Gita say, I hurl uh, the demoniac persons again and again, perpetually into demonic species. Uh, those statements are there. That's, And I would say those statements are there to help us to realize how urgent it is for us to get out. In other words, what's the use of making calculations or how many souls and you know it's uh doesn't help Uh, what what it help what helps us is to understand uh, we have an opportunity and it's a rare opportunity and we don't want to um, isolate ourselves that I'm special because now I have the opportunity, everyone else can go to hell, but rather just the opposite. how How is it that I, like Bhaktivinoda Thakur is singing, Shri Taha Koribe Prochar? When will I have the qualification? Which means also, when will I be in such humility that I will feel so strongly impelled uh, to, uh, to spread this message and to give others opportunity. Okay, and then there's, uh, let's see, Rajali Lavati, I read that Srila Prabhupada once said that preachers don't have to worry that they'll stay out of a job because the world will be filled constantly with souls to be preached to. Yes, it's, it's like do, you know, doctors will never be out of a job, so devotees will never be out of a job. <laughs> um, even if we are brought back into this world, uh, there's plenty of work to do. Uh, um 400,000 lalita asks different species those who live in this universe but on different varshas yes it could be um i don't know i can't say where are all these 400,000 species different varshas different planets including devas and again what exactly constitutes a a species uh, yes, we, we make these calculations because uh, we don't want to see so much suffering. That is there. That is true. And one could, of course, get depressed <laughs> by the numbers, if we think of the numbers of conditioned souls. Um, but being depressed is not helpful. Uh, what we can do, we do. We talked about this last time, is uh, we do what we can within our sphere of influence. And we may be able to expand our influence. That's, again, by the grace of the Lord. Um, and, uh, And we pray that the Lord, through his inconceivable potency, will make arrangements for others. Which he's doing. Um, that's what Lord Chaitanya's movement is about. So many people all over the world have heard Hare Krishna. <laughs> okay. Is that all right, radjali Lavati, or something more?
2: Yes, yes. Thank you very much. This makes it clear. I think that we are very lucky then to have met you in this life.
0: Well, we're all meeting um, so many devotees, especially Srila Prabhupada. But uh, yeah, it's nice. We can feel uh, fortunate. Yes. And um, what better way to stop totalitarianism than with Krishna Bhakti? Um, although some may say well i don't know krishna is kind of totalitarian yes, yeah. <laughs> but he's not he in bhagavad-gita he gives everyone a place he says everyone follows my path but yes you know you can go at your own speed uh you can focus on a particular style of yoga um you can decide whether to uh, follow Krishna's instruction or not. So that's, I would say that's not totalitarian.
2: Yes. He gives us a choice.
0: Gives us a choice, yeah. Okay, Hare Krishna. Thank you. Um, well, it's already after two o'clock. So I think I'm going to go straight into my little presentation here. And for this, I have. Um, I have made a funny diagram. Let's see if this works. Whoops, that one didn't work. Let's try... That was screen number. Let's try... Well. I guess we can try this. Oh, we had it all set up before. <laughs> and now it doesn't work. Okay, let me start over. Help, help. Move move this presentation here. Oh. Move this up? This, no, no, this is okay. Yeah, that's where I had it. Do you want to show this? Well, I want to show that. Yeah.
1: Uh, Uh this I
0: already did that. <laughs> right. mm. Yes. Okay, but now it's like this. It's visible, Guru Maharaj. We can see the illustration, your hand an illustration. It's visible, so if that's what you wanted to show. Yes, good. Thank you. Um, tell me if it's showing full screen or if it's only doing what it shows here. You see this? Yes. Good. OK, we got it. <laughs> jaya jaya shri chaitanya jaya nitya jaya chandra jaya gorabhakta jaya vinda jaya jaya, jaya, jaya jaya shri chaitanya jaya nitya jaya dvaita chandra jaya, jaya, jaya, jaya gorabhakta vinda jaya jaya shri chaitanya jaya nitya <Jayaumen> jaya chandra jaya gorabhakta vinda jaya jaya Okay, this is where we were last time. We were going through verses and these summaries of Adi Leela, chapter seven. And we came, I think we came uh, to the end of this uh, this statement um, by, well, Krishnadas Kaviraj, uh, who is quoting Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, saying, Jiva Tatva Shakti Krishna Tatva Shakti Man Gita Vishnu Puranadi Tahate Praman. The living entities are energies, not the energetic. The energetic is Krishna. This is very vividly described in the Bhagavad Gita, the Vishnu Purana, and other Vedic literatures. Now, if you did the homework, which I suggested, uh, you read the short purport to this verse and also the uh, rather longer purport to the next verse. And in the purport to this verse, verse 117, Srila Prabhupada is speaking about uh, the, he calls them Mayavadi philosophers, and he's saying that they do not accept smriti um, he, he's This is a kind of technical point about, um, about Vedanta, that it's quite standard that there are three sources of pramana, of evidence, which are accepted in vedanta any vedanta discourse shruti prastana smriti prastana and nyaya prastana shruti prastana prastana means foundation shruti means uh, the uh, the vedic literature which is heard and it is specifically refers to uh, the Uh, Vedic Samhitas and more specifically to the Upanishads and especially about 10 or 12 or 13 Upanishads. And Nyaya Prasad, Nyaya Prasthana refers to Vedanta sutras, or also called Brahma Sutras, um, which is a summary, in effect, of the Upanishads. It's more than a summary, it's an it's making an argument of how to understand the Upanishads. So it's we can also say it's a commentary on the Upanishads. And Smriti Prasthana, Smriti refers usually, usually we understand Smriti smriti as referring to uh, Mahabharata, the Puranas, the Ramayana, and also Dharma Shastra. Mm. There's a wide range of Smriti uh, literature. But in the context of Vedanta, it refers to specifically Bhagavad Gita. And I'm a little surprised that Prabhupada is saying that Shankarach, I think he specifically, maybe just says generally. um, Yeah, maybe he's just saying generally the Mayavadis are not accepting smriti, prastan. Shankaracharya accepted the Bhagavad Gita as, uh, as praman as evidence, and he wrote a commentary on it. Um, and his commentary is, of course, he's trying to in effect, he's trying to make the Bhagavad Gita say what he wants it to say, <laughs> to, for Krishna to say what he wants Krishna to say, by interpreting certain verses which are can be taken in impersonal ways, and he's emphasizing those impersonal ways. Um, but... <clears throat> The reason that Prabhupada's discussing this in this purport is in preparation for the next verse, which is a verse from Bhagavad Gita. Now, you may remember, I believe we discussed this. I was saying Krishna's Kaviraj has written Chaitanya Charitamrita for the devotees. He is not. He's not really expecting, I don't think he's expecting, that the Mayavadis are going to read this passage in chapter seven um, of Lord Chaitanya speaking with the Mayavadis, with Prakashananda and his followers, and that they're then going to become convinced and start surrendering to krishna i don't think he expects that but he's he's writing for the devotees Um, and therefore his argument um, as he's presenting it uh, that lord chaitanya is giving you could say is quite abbreviated but he's including what he wants us devotees to understand to be very clear about Okay, so then we go to verse number 118. Apareyam <clears> itastvanyam prakritim vidhime param jiva bhutang mahabaho yayedang daryate jagat. Besides these inferior energies, O mighty armed Arjuna. There is another superior energy of mine, which comprises the living entities who are exploiting the resources of this material inferior nature. Uh, This is verse number five in chapter seven of Bhagavad Gita. And it's two verses after uh, the verse we were just discussing. Manushyanam Zahasreshu. Now, what am I doing with this funny chart, which I, it's made into something like a mandala, (laughs) which I obviously put together rather hastily. Um, What I wanted to do here is suggest one way of appreciating. One verse from our shastra, and how it is, um, how it is part of what we may say is a tapestry. You know the word tapestry. Tapestry is a. Usually, tapestries are very large, and they are um, woven with uh, cloth with threads. Uh, illustrations. If you go into you know some big um, palace museum of famous kings, like if you go into the palace uh, in Warsaw, they have some beautiful huge tapestries, which probably took years and years of hundreds of workers to make. So they're woven uh, with colored thread, colored cloth, but they are a picture, a very elaborate picture. So Shastra as a whole, we can say, is like a huge tapestry. And woven into the tapestry are the many, many, uh, the countless statements which take so many different forms and because devotees sometimes ask how to read uh, Shastra to, to, you know, benefit from it, to get the most out of it. And I want to say, well, there are many ways to read. <laughs> and so what I want to do now is to show, let's say, one sort of reading uh, which can be helpful. Uh, And one thing I want to introduce also is uh, a concept which we get in modern literary uh, scholarship theory, and it's a big fancy word, it's called intertextuality. Intertextuality, it means the interconnection of different texts. And this can take many different forms, uh, but this is one example of intertextuality because what's happening? Uh, Here we have a verse from the Bhagavad Gita which we are finding quoted in Chaitanya Charitamrita. So that's a kind of intertextuality there. I would call it an explicit Uh, intertextuality. Uh, We find in the Bhagavad Gita itself also some what I would call implicit intertextuality in relation with some verses of the Upanishads. In particular, in the second chapter of the Gita, there are some verses uh, talking about uh, the eternality of the soul, which are mm, very similar to, not necessarily exactly the same, but very similar to some verses in the Kata Upanishad. Um, and here one could immediately raise the question okay, who is quoting whom? <laughs> And this can be a uh, it can be a uh, uncertain who is quoting whom is Krishna quoting uh, the Kato Upanishad or is the Kato Upanishad quoting Krishna or what What is happening? Anyway, that's another subject. We won't go into that here. Um, but the general point is just that there can be um, a sort of a presence within any given text of other texts. And sometimes this is very explicit, sometimes more implicit, and sometimes it will be um, only hinting. It will, it will be simply, um, it may be not so easy to notice. Um, yeah. So here I wanted to give uh, just this one verse as an example of this. And to show this, I'm noting how there are the Upanishads. There are other texts called Brahmanas and Aranyakas. We hardly ever uh, hear about those occasionally. We may see a reference to them. And there are the Vedic Samhitas. And here the main uh, sort of central of the four Vedas, generally we say is the Rig Veda. Although um, Jiva Goswami says of the four Vedas, the Sama Veda is actually the most important, uh, which is Madhya 2108. And again, Bhagavad-gita 7.19. Uh, 7.19. Vahunam Bahunam mante Ante. Jnāna-vang-māng prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti samahatma sudula All of this is just in this one explanation or one elaboration of this verse. Uh, the same verse, Apare yam yam, is quoted two more times in Chaitanya charitamrita. I've pointed here, Madhya chapter 6, 165. This is um, discussion with Sarvabhama about the acarya. And 2116, this is discussion with Srila Sanatana Goswami. And there will be purports also to those. And um, if you're not aware, um, first of all, there is, when you wanted, if you wanted to find out and you don't know, is this verse, aprayamitas, is this verse quoted elsewhere in Chaitanya Mita? How to find out you can find out by searching the database. And if you don't have the database, it's downloadable from the internet or it's you can leave it in the internet um, but I don't know how searchable it is in the internet. I haven't had experience. maybe someone can tell us if that works.. Um, what else did I want to say about this? The second half of this verse, jiva mahabaho yayedam daryate jagat is interesting. Uh, I just came across this in uh, tattva Sandarbha. It's quoted almost at the very end. Of Tattva Sorry, it's not quoted, but it alludes to uh, through another verse, which is in Srimad Bhagavatam in the 12th canto, which is explaining that there are three different ways of understanding this idea of the universe being sustained, daryate. means sustained because this verse in the bhagavad-gita how is it in Prabhupada's translation Uh, he says uh, comprises the living entities who are exploiting the resources of this material inferior nature he's giving a bit of purport in his translation And daryate simply means sustaining. So how is it that the living entities are sustaining uh, the the universe? Well, uh, there are different ways of understanding it, but essentially the idea is by our conditioned desiring, in other words, our karma, the universe is created as a response to our desire and therefore one can say that the universe is sustained it's held up um, by our our material engagements our material activities yeah so that's explained um What else we have here? I mentioned the Mahabharata simply to emphasize, again, the complexity of the fabric of the Shastra. As we all know, the Bhagavad Gita is within the Mahabharata. It's, um, it's a kind of, how to say, it's a... Interlude in the in the Mahabharata just before the war, and the Mahabharata is very much concerned about dharma. But then we have this uh, conversation, this dialogue between Krishna and Arjuna, where Krishna is speaking absolute knowledge, not the relative knowledge of dharma, uh, which is depending on. Uh, kala and Patra, uh, but absolute knowledge. And so it's a, it's a different category. And therefore, this particular portion of the Mahabharata is taken as Smriti Prasthan, as a foundation point uh, for Vedanta. Um, okay. Yeah, so I hope I didn't get you all confused by all of this, but these, I, I just found it uh, a way to more deeply appreciate uh, the intertextuality, the connection as we read. And the next verse is going to be a quote from uh, Vishnu Purana. I'm not going to do the same with uh, this verse we can, of course, study Prabhupada's uh, purport to this verse, which is, again, a fairly long verse, long purport. And he will quote from Bhagavad Gita in, in, um, in that purport. So then, okay, so then we may want to sort of back off so we kind of look very closely at this one verse and what is it really saying? And then we back off and we say, okay, why is it that Krishna's Kaviraj has quoted it here? What is the, um, what's the flow of the argument? What is being said? And of course, this is Lord Chaitanya. He's speaking speaking uh, Vaishnava Vedanta. And he's making point, essential points of Vaishnava Vedanta to counteract uh, the Avaishnava Vedanta, if you like, uh, which he is encountering in Varanasi with Prakashananda Sarasvati and his followers. Yes, so then you can can actually back up, you can reread uh, the previous verses and see if you follow um, how is the argument being made, and where does it go from here? And how does the argument develop? develop? Uh, it's it's a philosophical argument, as I said before. It's not I have to say not being rigorously argued, um, but we can say it's being essentially argued. Uh, it's not being elaborately argued. An elaborate argument uh, we get from Srila Jiva Goswami in his Shatsandarvas. Uh, and the Shatsandarvas are an elaborate systematic development of or presentation analysis of the Bhagavatam. He's quoting extensively from the Bhagavatam. Uh, We just finished a course in tattva-sandharva. And uh, we saw that the tattva-sandharva, I believe, is the shortest of the six sandharvas. And a full one-third of the tattva-sandharva is an elaboration on about a series of about uh, about seven verses, a series of seven verses, uh, which is described. Uh, the verses are in the first canto, uh, chapter seven, beginning of chapter seven, I think starting with the verse number 4 bhakti yogaina manasi uh, uh pranihite amale, that uh, Śrīla Vyāsadeva is, it's reporting the vision that Śrīla Vyāsadeva had after he was instructed by Narada uh, to, to meditate and then to write based on his meditation. And so Jīva Goswami takes that description of meditation in just a Well, it's really just uh, uh, about five verses, five verses, I think, Uh, and or four verses plus what does he do? Three verses, and then what does he do as a result of his meditation? Uh, And he elaborates extensively on that, quoting from other sources, from the Bhagavatam, from Sridhar Swami, Uh, and so on. Uh, A full one-third of the tattva-sandharva is simply dealing with that. So I guess one point from all of this is that when we want to, we can actually get quite absorbed in Shastra. Um, We can sometimes simply read one verse and then the purport and then the next verse and then the purport and then go on from there. Or we can just read the verses to get the um, coherence of how the verses hold together, especially when there's narrative. Uh, And then we can go back and read purports. We can also uh, find when a verse is quoted elsewhere, what is the context of that verse? Why is it being quoted? Uh, What argument is being made with it? What is it supporting? And in this way, it becomes uh, very relishable. Now you may say, well, that's all very nice, but I don't have time for that. (laughs) And that's perfectly all right. Nothing to worry about. Uh, But uh, there may be some time when you can... Uh, make time uh, when you can spend some time and then you can you can also do things like what I've done here with this very crude sketch you can make a mandala or whatever uh, some sort of mind map where you can make squares and triangles and circles and arrows and um, and whatnot and pictures of um of stick stick men and stick women. I don't know. Hare Krishna. Okay, these are a few thoughts I've had on this one verse. Now you've all done your homework. Maybe you have some comments from uh from the purports that you all read. Hare Krishna. <clears throat> okay, Madai Jivan says that searching is quite good on Vedabase online. And Devashiradika has given us uh, the link for Vedabase. <clears throat> Uh, okay, Avadhutta Rai is written, uh, raising the subject of shaktis. Later in this chapter, I think just a few verses later, maybe very soon, uh, there's going to be discussion of shaktis. And indeed, this is, this is where uh, the Vaishnavas and the Advaitavadis part ways, as I understand and as we are taught uh, they uh, they don't like Shakti because they think Shakti is bringing multiplicity to Brahman. The Vaishnavas say no, no, it's no problem because Brahman is all powerful. Uh, it is not a problem. Uh, Brahman can have shaktis. The shaktis can change. Uh, they can transform and therefore our philosophy is called shakti parinama vada um, the doctrine of the changing of the shaktis of the lord um, yeah briefly deva sri radhika you wanted to say something
2: hi krishna thank you Marge. <clears throat> i had a question relating to what you had said And um, I just wanted to thank you for this very interesting um, presentation on uh, intertextuality. I think it would also make a very good seminar in itself. (laughs) And I also liked how you said that even when we're reading a verse, we can look at the context. That was something which I found very helpful that how it's building up. But there's one clarification and one question I had. I just wanted to seek this clarification that when you were um, describing um, chapter 7, text 5, you mentioned that this is the only time when Krishna uses prakriti in this manner. So does that mean that when he um, uses, uses the distinction as inferior and superior, is, is that what you were referring to?
0: Yes, that's what I mean. Uh, that is, I think another way to say this would be that Well, something that Krishna does a lot in the Bhagavad Gita is to sort of shift um, or to stretch the the sort of usual or conventional meanings of words. Um, Especially he does this with the word yajna. In chapter four, he describes all kinds of activities as yajna. Which normally we wouldn't think of as yajna. Um, he talks about sannyasa in that way also, and um, maybe some other terms which don't come to mind just now. Well, Brahman. He talks about Brahman Nirvana. <laughs> Something. I think he's uh, he wants to sort of uh, show. I don't know what, some acknowledgement of the Buddhists, maybe. But uh, with Prakriti, the the standard understanding of Prakriti is, um, from Sankhya philosophy, that there's, sankh, uh, there's Prakriti and there's Purusha. And we, the Jivas, are Purusha. But now, what is Krishna saying in this verse? He's saying uh, "Pada prakriti (laughs) So, you know, you could also imagine that some quotation marks around the word prakriti when it's being used here. Uh, Prakriti, so to say, uh, which is superior prakriti. I have another prakriti, and it's not separated. Uh, And here, He's saying it's jiva-bhuta, it's, uh, it's the jiva-bhuta, the aggregate of jivas, the principle of jiva. Um, and of course, he'll speak of jiva-bhuta, uh, brahma-bhuta-prasannatma. Um, he speaks of jiva-bhuta somewhere else also. But... Um, but I may be wrong, it may be that he does speak of uh, this Paraprakriti, using this term elsewhere. Um, I didn't spend the time to look for that, but it may be the case. Um, but generally it's purusha prakriti stoh prakriti jan karanam-gunasangasya-sadasad-yoni-janmasu. He's, uh, He's distinguishing or he's identifying uh, us, the living entities, as Purusha. But see, what's happening in the Bhagavad Gita is it's Sankhya, but it's theistic Sankhya. And theistic Sankhya means there's, there's, there's Ishvara, there's the Supreme, and that's not something in classical, what Prabhupada calls atheistic Sankhya. In atheistic Sankhya, there's just Purusha and Prakriti, bus So now Krishna's saying, well, it's more complicated than that. <laughs> Thank
2: you,
1: right. very much. Uh, doesn't it imply that uh, like the... Purusha is superior because we have the consciousness where uh, Prakriti is under control of Lord but uh, it doesn't have the power to really understand Lord that way. So that's why it is inferior and uh, Purusha is superior because it has a chance, it's, it has a scope to realize Lord.
0: Yeah, the inferior, um, the apara prakriti is Jada. And, uh, okay, this takes me, it's also in my chart. I'm a little afraid to try to bring it back. Uh, <laughs> but um, in the Bhagavad Sandharva, there's another analysis given where we have, instead of the term Prakriti, we have the term Maya. And Jiva Goswami explains there's two kinds of Maya and he's not talking about Yoga Maya and Mahamaya. He's talking about Guna Maya and Jiva Maya. And Guna Maya refers to uh, the Apara Prakriti, the lower Prakriti, uh, which, because, because it's Jada, it's not conscious, there's no Jnana, there's no uh, knowledge. Uh, whereas jiva maya is conscious. And this consciousness is what we share, or one of the essential things that we share with Ishvara. And there's uh, quite some discussion in the Tattva Sandharva about that, how we uh, understand God. First, The first step in understanding Ishvara is understanding ourselves, what do we understand about ourselves? I am conscious. <laughs> That's the beginning of understanding uh, the supreme conscious. And then that will be much, much more elaborated, especially in, uh, I think, in the Paramatma sandharva Well, uh, I'm looking, and some of you are looking a little grave, like, oh my God, are we going to have so much Philosophy all the time now. We want Leela. We want Leela. Um, yeah, sorry for that, but sometimes I think it's good we hear some, some, uh, some philosophies, some analysis. Now everyone is silent. Oh, here we go. Um, Chaitan says, yes, uh, mind maps are very helpful, especially when we have to quickly review a verse or theme. Yes, you can take a single verse and you can sort of extract from it uh, individual words. You can take individual words and search for them and see how else they are used in Shastra. Um, You have to be a little careful. That can get confusing uh, because the way Sanskrit is, it can mean any one word can mean so many things depending on context. Um, We could, um, you know, you can go further. You can take uh, a verse, and th- there are commentaries by previous acharyas. First, we have Srila Prabhupada, who often typically draws from uh, previous acharyas. Um, one can also look at previous acharyas, some of them are translated, and uh, you can see what they want to emphasize. Sometimes they're simply giving st- simple what's called gloss which means a giving like a synonym for a particular word one one word or phrase uh, but sometimes they may elaborate more um yeah like generally we start our starting point in commentary is with Shila Shidarswami, swami uh as also uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu makes very clear. Das Kaviraj tells us in the meeting with um, uh, mm, um, Vallabhacharya, Sri, Sri Valabhacharya. Yes, the issue of assimilation is there. Well, <laughs> uh, we do what we can uh, and we don't have to worry about it so much. We're we're assimilating things, even we may not be so, you know, consciously aware, but we are. Something is getting soaked up, and also there's a cumulative effect. That's why, for example, uh, we don't just read the Bhagavad Gita once and say, "Okay, I've read the Bhagavad Gita. Now what?" we move on and we never look at the Bhagavad Gita again. No, we're always going back again and again uh, to whatever we read. Uh, This is also devotional spirits, svadhyaya. And each time we read something more, something additional, uh, something deeper may strike us something we may notice that we didn't notice Uh, the previous time Uh, something may resonate with something we are dealing with in our own lives that we weren't dealing with before and i like to tell devotees now and then uh, i get a message from a devotee saying you know uh, i'm having so many troubles what to do. <laughs> uh, and sometimes they'll tell the whole story of what, is the, what are their troubles or sometimes just saying, you know, help, help. So then I like to say, do one thing, go to the Bhagavad Gita and sit down with the Bhagavad Gita and find three verses which give you some kind of, uh, some sort of impulse, some sort of inspiration, some sort of renewed uh, vision, something which uh, gives you some strength. Just find three verses, write them down. And sometimes I ask devotees to send what they have found to me, I make it into homework. And, and, uh, and it happens. They write to me and they say, oh, Maharaj, thank you. This was so helpful. Now I feel good again. <laughs> yeah, that's Shastra. That's what we're all about. <laughs> we're supposed to be seeing. Uh, we're supposed to be becoming Shastra Chakshu, seeing through the shastra, having the eyes of shastra. It's what we're supposed to be coming um, habituated to doing. Anyway, I'm sort of going on and on. It is time to stop for today. And so I'll say thank you all very much. And do please continue reading. Um, Yeah, I think... um, unless I get unless I get complaints I haven't gotten any complaints yet so no complaints then let's continue with uh, this Vedanta discussion. You can read the next I don't know as far as you as far as you like uh, but at least verse 9 119 and purport 120 and purport these are some quite long purports so, That means, when Prabhupada does that, it means he has something he'd like us to understand, something important. Okay. Um, Thank you all so much. Hare Krishna. Have a great day. Keep
2: keep well,
0: keep safe. And... uh, Especially in India, keep careful. No, These are no. dangerous times. And yes, thank you. Śrīla <laughs> Prabhupāda ki jai. Anant <laughs> Anantagottivaishnabarindaki jai. 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 jai.
1: Hari. jai, jai Haribo. Oh. Hari Haribo. Hari Haribo. Jai.